Welcome to Inside Outside Innovation, episode 111. Peter Gardner worked for 20 years as a venture capitalist with Allegis Capital before switching to consulting and eventually launching StartGrid. Peter and StartGrid's mission is to intensify the density of resources in ecosystems outside of Silicon Valley so that innovation can continue to happen no matter where you are. IO Innovation is the podcast that brings you the best and the brightest in the world of startups and innovation. It is hosted by Brian Ardinger, founder of Next, a provider of research, events, and consulting services that helps innovators and entrepreneurs build better products, launch new ideas, and compete in a world of change and disruption. If you want to learn more about our team and the content and other services we have to offer, check out InsideOutside.io. Why don't we talk a little bit about kind of how you see software playing a role in, in um, making innovation more effective as we move forward? You know, as a longtime resident of Silicon Valley, that's probably no greater density than, you know, what I experience every day, you know, here. And, and my experience has been that in Silicon Valley, as you're building companies from kind of garage stage to an exit within close proximity, you can find all the relationships, all the people, and all the expertise you need to grow that company. And, and of course, that's a real advantage. And that, that kind of density and access to relationships doesn't necessarily exist in a lot of the emerging ecosystems around the world. And, and, and that was a, a problem I experienced firsthand. One of the venture firms I worked for, we had an office in Menlo Park right in the middle of Silicon Valley, but we also had an office in Sacramento. And I saw the contrast in access to capital and access to those critical relationships between those two ecosystems. So, you know, with StartGrid, what we're thinking about is uh, how do you use software to, one, strengthen uh, ecosystems locally, so make sure that the different organizations uh, supporting entrepreneurship, whether those are accelerators, VCs, angel groups, um, what have you, uh, connect to each other more easily to strengthen that ecosystem at a local level. But then importantly also, how do you connect those ecosystems to each other to create that density so that uh, an entrepreneur in Lincoln is getting the full benefit of what's available in that community. But as they need more capital, as they need access to customers, as they need maybe uh, you know an advisor that has a certain domain expertise, it's easier for them to find those resources and continue to build their company wherever they choose so that um, you don't end up in a situation where companies may get started in a place like Lincoln or Sacramento and end up moving to the Valley, but instead can have uh, the ability to grow the company where they want. I think that uh, points to the trend that we're also seeing with the, this move from corporations kind of um, looking outside of a centralized R&D approach to innovation and, and looking at, you know, we, we talk about the inside-outside innovation, you know, both doing some things uh, close to your core that uh, are innovative, but also knowing that the world is changing so fast that you need to look outside. So talk to me a little bit about some of the trends that you're seeing of how corporations are, are changing the way they're, they're approaching innovation. I think to your point, you know, if you go back a couple of decades, um, a lot of the critical innovation that was driving the product roadmaps and the competitive advantage of large enterprises 
was driven internally through, you know, often a, a, an R&D function. And of course, you know, over the last couple of decades, that's just um, changed dramatically. And there still are pockets of not invented here out there, but uh, most enterprises have come to recognize that if they're going to keep pace with the, the, the rapid changes in innovation, uh, they're going to have to do that through a more network-driven, collaborative approach to innovating. And a critical part of that is working with the startup community. And, you know, I, I think that's driven by a, a couple of changes. One is the technology is um, being developed at a breakneck pace. It's getting adopted in the marketplace uh, much more rapidly than was traditionally the case. I also think for a lot of these large enterprises, there are fields of innovation that are impacting their products and services that are in many cases outside of their traditional internal R&D strength. And you know, by the way, no one's gonna dispute, or certainly I won't dispute, the importance of internal R&D. But as things like artificial intelligence, as things like blockchain, as things like robotics, uh, and a variety of other fast-moving technologies are impacting industries that you know, may not have expertise in those areas, collaboration becomes critical for them to adapt. So the world's changing. Some of the things that, uh, that you guys are doing with StartGrid are trying to a- a- attack those particular problems. So if, if I was a you know, director of innovation in a corporate lab somewhere uh, and I wanted to kind of connect with some of the new things that you're seeing, what, what's the best way to do that? Well, I think what we're seeing from, from, from our customers is they're not just dipping their toe into the water of the, of the startup community, but most of them are um, very active in participating in startup ecosystems, and, and not just in Silicon Valley, but, but ecosystems around the world, because I think they recognize that the, the, the critical innovation that could help drive their competitive position you know, it could be in the Valley, it could be in Stockholm, it could be in Sydney, it could, it could be in Shanghai. So uh, I think it's critical for them to build global ecosystems. And that means a lot of relationships, a lot of data that they have to get their arms around. And our software is one of the ways that they can build and track and gain market intelligence from those global networks. But just as importantly, they have to be able once they've identified that strategic innovation, to deliver it to stakeholders across their business units and corporate functions. And that's actually where I think a lot of innovation functions have struggled. It's one thing to scout and find interesting startups. It's quite another to get that technology successfully implemented uh, inside their organization. And I think the innovation teams are feeling more and more pressure to show real business outcomes to you know, bring greater efficiency to uh, the businesses, uh, to uh, drive a new revenue stream uh, and increase profitability. And you know, I think what that's leading to is a focus, a move from activity-based metrics, uh, how many entrepreneurs you're seeing, how many events you're going to, to much more outcomes-based metrics. And that requires that delivery piece. On the flip side of that, so obviously there's a lot of startups that are in this world where they're trying to get customers faster. They're trying to, uh, you know, tap into corporations as, as that partner, as that investor, as that customer base and that. What are, what advice or what things have you seen from a startup side that startups can do to kind of tap into this new world that we're living in? Well, I think that, um, you know, there's organizations that have played a really important matchmaking role and I think will continue to, and, 
you know, those include the accelerators, the venture capital community, you know, a lot of enterprises as they try to figure out which entrepreneurs have the most promising technology. And I think the enterprises deal with a a huge signal to noise problem in the startup community um, and have often partnered up with accelerators and the venture community to try to um, focus their efforts and find the most credible startups that are frankly, you know, worth their time. So mm-hmm. from an entrepreneur's point of view, getting into those accelerator programs, um, you know, getting investment from the right venture firms has been one really important strategy for getting access to early adopter customers and, and, and product market fit. I think, you know, beyond that, um, probably too much of it has been sort of serendipity, you know, as, uh, as an entrepreneur myself, you know, we, we spend a lot of time, you know, just um, out talking to people, going to conferences, trying to bump into the right folks and, 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 and ultimately get the right entry point into a large enterprise that we like to work with. One of the things we're trying to do with StartGrid is, you know, you know to bring a little bit more transparency and, and better matchmaking between uh, the startups and the enterprises. And, you know, we've chosen to do that um, by providing better tools for the folks like yourself, frankly, um, who are kind of connectors and ecosystem builders. Um, and by helping those individuals uh, build their network and connect their startups to enterprises, um, that's helping to improve the connect rate. Folks find each other in a very fast-moving and you know complex ecosystem. So for for corporations that are trying to to do this, a lot of times we see uh, them jump into it and, and they kind of chase the whatever the shiny object is uh, of innovation. So whether it's you know, hey, our uh, competitors doing a hackathon, we need to do a hackathon, or hey, we need to start up a accelerator or whatever. Um, what advice would you have for uh, early innovation teams out there that are trying to dip their uh, toe into this outside world to try to better understand how to have an impact without just going down a variety of different rabbit holes? Are there any particular steps or tactics that you've seen that have worked really well? Yeah, uh, you know, I'm kind of a believer in a multi-pronged approach. I mean, I, I'm, I think for most innovation teams, they're focusing in a couple of areas. They're focusing inside their their organization on how to improve the, the you know the the agility um, of uh, their own employees, and they recognize that there's a huge amount of wisdom and innovative ideas inside their organization. So that's one thrust. The second thrust is this, this external piece and how to be more collaborative. And I think in that regard, um, I'm a believer in kind of a multi-pronged strategy. So. You know, partnering with the venture community and the accelerator community is, I think, an important strategy. Things like hackathons are certainly an important strategy. Um, and, you know, the other thing that I've seen a lot of and increasingly is collaboration between groups of uh, enterprises um, sort of working together to foster innovation in areas that are strategic to them. So, for example, we have a, a banking customer who's collaborating with a series of other banks around uh, blockchain and, and, and fostering partnerships with startups um, to help, you know, advance that, that, that field of innovation. I, I literally just finished breakfast with uh, someone who leads innovation for a large energy company, and you know, they've gotten together with 10 other global energy companies to run a series of 
global accelerator program, um, trying to foster more innovation in in areas that are strategic to energy um, companies. So I, I think a lot of it, is, it, this is a business development exercise and right. you need to be out in the community. You need to be partnering with folks that have access to deal flow and market intelligence. Um, and, and, and it does take time, right? And I think there has to be an expectation that um, there will be a lag time between when you begin to uh, engage the startup community and, 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 and when you're going to start seeing results. But I would argue that uh, you, you got to start that process now, that, that the, the level of innovation coming out of the startup community is not going to diminish anytime soon. And, and, and I think that the enterprises that, that, part, you know, that, that become genuinely good at partnering with startups, that will be a, a competitive advantage and a core competency that's going to serve them well over the long term, especially if they can, you know, complement that with their internal R&D and product development. That's the end of another episode of Inside Outside Innovation. Thanks for listening. Thanks to Peter for taking time to talk with us. Visit startgrid.com to learn more about his team and insideoutside.io to learn about ours. Until next time, go out and innovate.